fight to design the life that gives you everything you want. And I know family might tell you that's not realistic. Society might tell you that's not realistic. Evidence that has fallen in your lap so far to date might tell you that's not realistic, but it freaking is. Welcome, everybody, to The Chris Harder Show, where we are making you unapologetic about your pursuit of success, knowing that when good people like you make good money, they can then do great things. My name is Chris Harder, and several times per week, I will bring you epic guests, solo episodes, and every single tool, trick, and skill set you need to grow your business, grow your money mindset, and to grow your wealth to levels that you have never reached before. I've ended up in a unique place in life where I've got the experience, the connections, and all of the secrets that it takes to be successful. And I'm lifting the curtain to reveal it all to you in an effort to help put you in a position of abundance so great that you can then be as generous as possible. So let's lock arms and let's get started. And we're back with another episode of He Said, She Said. We're literally back from, was that the best walk, what, in the last year, last two years? You know what's so great about having just different places right now that we are able to visit and live having different houses is that you get to reset your energy frequently. And as much of a homebody as I thought I was, and I really am, I truly, truly to the core am, I also did not realize the profound effect of going and living in a couple different places during the year, whether you can do an Airbnb, whether you go camping, whatever that is, like truly bringing in totally different energy into your life a few times a year. Unpack that more for us. Like give us an example. I know what you're saying, but they're listening like, okay, what does she mean? So what is it like in one place and what is it, what switch are you getting in the other? Well, in our Arizona home, it's very, you know, I am not a desert person, but what Arizona does for me, and I've learned to really find like the good things is it's our family time. It is the time where there's a bit more ease. There's Uh more parking. There's just ease in going about my day. It's a slower pace. And I really like zone in and can put my head down and get a lot of work done. And I don't feel like I'm missing out on things outside. And then our California place, I am just, I am freaking like charged up by the ocean. We just went for a walk by the water and sat there for what, 30 or 45 minutes. And I just, I literally had tears in my eyes over nothing. Like the best, most emotional feeling ever. And it's like, you know, going back and forth from each of them, it increases gratitude as well. Because it's not like every day when I'm here, I go and I weep by the ocean. Actually, sometimes I do, to be totally honest. But it was so visceral for me today after leaving for a while and not being by the water and then going back going, oh my God, like I don't ever want to take this feeling for granted. And just having those two different perspectives of places that bring two very different things brings a lot to your life. It's that idea that we just learned in that mastermind that we were at where Jay Shetty was. And he talked about, you know, when you welcome randomness into your life, like how much randomness can you welcome into your life? Because that is where creativity and perspective comes from. And I just feel flooded with ideas and gratitude right now, just after shifting the energy. This isn't even what I was going to ask you about in terms of the subject I wanted to talk about today, but I want to actually want to take this moment and I want to tell everyone listening, like fight to design the life that gives you everything you want. And I know family might tell you that's not realistic. Society might tell you that's not realistic. 
evidence that has fallen in your lap so far to date might tell you that's not realistic, but it freaking is. Mm-hmm. We're just a couple of kids from small towns in the Midwest Upper that Michigan, had y'all. a vision <laughs> and it took years to bring that vision to life. Yes. And the vision changed many times over those years. But what I'm here to tell you is we fought for it and it's worth it. Fight for the life that you want. Fight for the dreams that you want to build. Fight for that big audacious version Fight of the living right the rest party. of the years, damn it. I know I'm dead serious. Fight for it. Don't let life go by passively. Don't listen to the other people who aren't living a life that you don't want to live for Christ's sake. Fight for the life that you want. This is your wake up call right now because it can, any one of you listening right now, you can have the exact life that you want. I'm just over here crying now. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's what I wanted to ask you about it. And you can feel like the most random left turn, but maybe it's somehow adjacent. You said something no, the, the other it's... day and I'm like, oh, that's, that's going to be our next. He said, she said, it's something about like, whenever you think your problem is unique it was, by not sharing it, you're, you're locking in it. What was it? It's whenever you think your problem is unique, you will stop yourself from finding the solution. Say and it again. Whenever you think your problem is unique, you will stop yourself from finding the solution. Unpack that for me. What does that mean? When you think that you have a problem that you are ashamed of, you're fearful of, or... Or it's the first time it's ever been encountered. The, the, yeah, something that you're like, nobody will understand this, or I can't believe I screwed up like this, or how did I get myself into this situation? Something where there's a bit of fear and shame where you don't want to share it or you just feel bad about how you got there, or you feel like there's no way out and no one will understand you. When we think that, that is when we do not allow ourselves to find the solutions to our problem or the people who could help us because we want to hide it. We want to think we can figure it out alone. And that's not how we get answers. We get them from the collective. We get them from people. You know how this happens? You know how we get here? And when I say get here to this place where we think our problem is so unique, we are, and I say we, all of us as humans together, we are subconsciously the most self-centered individuals because we are looking from self. What do I mean by that? We're looking out of our eyeballs using our brain that is only a remix of our experiences in life. Mm -hmm. So we are so self-centered. That's what I mean when I say self-centered, that we are looking from the center of ourself. And so we think that, Oh, this, this situation I'm in, you wouldn't understand. Oh, this problem I have, you wouldn't understand. Oh, but it's different. We think it's the first time that humans have encountered our unique set of circumstances, but it's not. Our sets of circumstances, you guys, they might have a little different color, a little different flavor, a little different smell to it. But guess what? They are the same damn overall arching problems that man has solved through eons, through eons. Everyone's encountered it just in, in little different, slightly variations. So when you, when you go from this place of I'm alone, nobody would understand, or I'm embarrassed to share my situation because I don't know how I got here. No one else has been here. Then you are locking it in. You're trapping yourself when instead realize everybody has been in a version of your shoes before, or at least a lot of people, and they've got valuable insight to get you out of your situation quicker. Yeah, we, you know, we've been talking about this incredible mastermind with some of the world's like greatest people in this space right now that we got to go to that Brendan Bouchard hosted. And the timing was so perfect for me. I can't even tell you. Thank you, God and universe. And Brendan. And Brendan. And 
I was in this room and I'm going to be talking a lot more about this soon. So I don't want to be like mysterious right now, but I'll just give you a little bit of info. I'm in a pivot right now with my company and I have not been able to truly share everything about what has gone on in the last two years and what I've been going through to try to get this company out. And because I wasn't completely sharing my problems with people, I was, I was very much living in the problem. So I wasn't fully allowing myself to go out into the future or the creative place, the compelling future and letting this new idea of this new version of what I'm going to do pull me forward because I was still stuck in the energy of, oh my gosh, did I do it wrong? How did this happen? How am I pivoting right now? And when I shared that in this room of people who are in the arena with me, right? These are not Mm -hmm. the people who have not experienced what I've experienced. These are not the people who are 10 steps behind me. These are not the people who haven't gone through. These are the people who have gone through this already. They're ahead of me. And when I shared where I was at and stopped thinking that my problem was unique, what happened is, well, number one, when I shared where I was at, I realized very quickly, my problem is not unique. No, They had all gone through it before. And they started telling me about how a company they started started as one thing and then it pivoted into another. Or they started telling me about these top companies that got the idea out there and pivoted before they even launched. Or, you know, they started telling me about how they had all of these different failures along the way. Or what was really cool is I had one person tell me they were in the exact same experience as me at the exact same Same time. time. And it validated all of my feelings and emotions because I put this person in such a category of like, wow, they're so far ahead of me, but we were actually simultaneously fighting the same fight, exact same experience. And I realized that if we're not in these places where we go and we share our truth of where we're really at in the problem, we're going to stay stuck in it. Therefore, allowing us to not find the solution of the compelling future, realizing that it's freedom when we say where we're really at and lose the shame and lose the ego identity around like, I should be figuring this out. This shouldn't take this long. How do you know that? Who are you measuring it against? Are you actually going, pulling the curtain back of these other companies that you think are so great and looking at what actually happened? Because if there's one thing Chris and I have learned, nothing is ever as you think. No. Nothing. Never as it seems. And and I think the idea that we put people on pedestals and we think, you know, nothing is ever, or we forget to remember that nothing is ever as it seems. We think we're the only ones going through challenges or unique problems or or hitting roadblocks or bumping up against walls in, in our businesses or life or whatever it is. And the truth is, the more you talk about it, the more people can see this beacon that you're you're yeah. shining up into the sky and then they can come to your rescue, right? Yeah. By you talking about it, you're shooting the flare up in the sky so that people could see that you are in distress and then they can come to your rescue. It's a good thing to share. It's a good thing to talk about it. Otherwise, people don't know how to help you and how to come to your rescue. I've got a really nerdy, silly example. There's a reason why I tell everybody in the world that I've had two hair transplants. Because at 45, I've got the best, thick, awesome hair that I'm super confident in. And in my 20s, I was very unconfident as I was losing my hair, right? And so like, I talk about this because no one else does. I talk about this because I want somebody else who might be struggling with this. I, I know you're laughing because it's such a well, it's just that topical you, you, have, you have to have a lot of hair on your butt thing. to do this, right? <laughs> oh my God. Don't listen to this woman. It doesn't come from You're your ruining body. a good moment here. Sorry, keep going. Jeez, woman. But the truth is, <laughs> I talk about things to normalize them that other people wouldn't talk about so that people who are struggling and think they're facing a unique problem on their own will actually shoot their flare in the in the air so that we can come to their rescue. 
shoot the flare in the air and get your hair from your derriere. <laughs> oh, Christ. How did it go this direction? <laughs> Are you even going to be able to continue the podcast laughing this hard right now? I can't because your hair's straight in the front, curly in the back. Oh, my <laughs> God. It's not. You guys, it comes from your head. But anyway, <laughs> I, hope this, I hope this gave you the freedom to get that hair transplant you need. Holy Christ, this is funny. Well, hopefully you got some value out of this podcast. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, you guys, we're so grateful for you. And I think the main the main message that we want to get across besides what I just shared is to make sure that you find a room or people or start sharing that problem with people and don't hold back. Don't hold shame around it. And just know, I gotta, I gotta be totally honest. I don't even know if you need the rooms. I I believe that you do, but what I want to free you of right now is whatever problem you think is unique. It is not. I mean, it is like the same. I just want to make this so real and down to earth to you that if you're like, no, you don't get it. I super like effed up. I did this or that. It's not unique. There are so many people who, like the greatest people, this is why it's also really important to read people's biographies, is because I can't believe the failures, like the big monumental failures that made, that they came back from and became great and amazing from it. And honestly, if you can go through big failures and keep coming back, if you can make your comeback rate much faster every time, that's what makes a great person. It's not avoiding failures. It's big failures that you come back from quickly. That's what greatness is. That's interesting. You know, I don't enjoy books that are like five steps of this or the seven, you know, processes of that. That's not my type of, my type of book are biographies of business people, of of Mm -hmm. people who've done big things. I can't read them fast enough. They're like, being trapped in someone's movie because you learn from all of their speed bumps. I don't learn from, from people saying, hey, here's the seven things you should do right. I learn from people saying, here's what I did. Here's what I encountered when I got kicked on the ground. And here's how I, I made my comeback. And everyone learns in different mm-hmm. ways. But what I'm trying to say is there's so much value. In story. There's in a story. lot of value There's so in much story. value mm-hmm. in sharing your struggle and then looking for other people that had the exact same one. Yep, I love that. Hey guys, listen, by the way, we're putting together a room, like rooms that we rave about where we get to talk about where we are stuck in our business or our life and then, you know, problem solve our way out of it as a group. I came back from this mastermind so passionate to make ourselves more available to people that want to do that in this format that I'm putting together these round table group strategy sessions for your business. If you're an entrepreneur and you want to spend two days straight in person, you guys cannot replace in person. Online's okay but you cannot replace in person. If you want to spend two days with me and a group of other talented entrepreneurs and solve all of your hurdles in two days time, then I want you to text me the word roundtable to 310-421-0416. Again, text me the word roundtable to 310-421-0416. That's 310-421-0416. We'll text back and forth. I'll have you send me a link to your business and I'm going to put together small rooms of two days straight of rolling up our sleeves and getting you past whatever your hurdles are as a team. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Love and appreciate you. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening. And if you loved this episode and know of someone else who is as successful as they are generous, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world to me if you help me get this cause and this message out to as many listeners as I can. So please, if you liked what you heard, it goes a long way if you take 30 seconds 
and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. I'll be forever grateful. And until the next episode, cheers to your success.